Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Business and Books with Molly McCord, where every week we gather to discuss the important issues for entrepreneurs, authors, and solopreneurs who are building up their dream business. It's important to you. It matters so much, and yet there's a lot of questions and issues that come up along the way. So I offer you my understanding, my expertise, uh, share with you some stories of what has worked for clients, what has not worked for them, all to help you stay on your path with confidence and to know that this is really a grand adventure. Uh, Being in this role requires a lot of us, and it's ongoing. You know, it doesn't quite end. So you have to find that place of excitement, inspiration, as well as motivation to keep going forward. So in this program, I share with you insights, tips, guidance for awake and conscious individuals who understand that their business is bigger than them, that it is a more than just making money, it's more than just success, it's more than just an ego drive. There is something in you that knows you're genuinely helping people, you're serving, you're providing, you're offering a way of being of service through your passion, through your work. And it's an exciting time to follow these intentions. Now, in a more esoteric sense, it's understanding how energy works, like the bigger understanding that well, what we create we experience and how we how we offer our services, how we offer our products and our gifts to others has an impact bigger than just that one interaction or sale. So I like to look at it from this perspective because I really believe this is where it's going. In fact, for many of you, it's where it's been and you've been looking for that type of support. And I really hope I can help you with that because this is a passion of mine too. Uh, understanding that we are each able to give so much to people uh, when we follow how we do things differently, when we trust that maybe I can really do this for my work and and break away from the pack or not do what everyone else is doing, and I don't want to fit in. I know that I have something that can be a benefit. So that's where I come from when I connect and share with you because I think that more and more people are ready to step into this role in their business. Uh, Now, as a quick introduction of me, if you are new to this program, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your time. I know that time is one of our most valuable assets these days. And I hope you will click over and check out my website at mollymccord.online where you'll find more videos, resources, and webinars. I am an author. I have uh, published 10 books thus far. I have three more in the works. We'll see when I can get those out. I work one-on-one with clients all over the world, and I love coaching people in their business. Although I don't like to use the word coach. I feel it's overused. Um, I like just guiding, supporting, motivating, and advising 
And I do all that with the understanding that each of us is here to follow our passion and really incorporate it into our daily lives. And I think that's one of the best things about being an entrepreneur. In today's show, very important topic that is uncomfortable for many of us, which is promoting yourself. Especially if you're a solopreneur, you work on your own, um, you don't have a whole staff, you don't hire a PR agent or a publicist, um, it's just you. But you know you have to get out there and you have to share what you do and you have to connect with people and find clients and find readers. Um, all of this matters these days and it's usually a big hang-up for many people, especially when you're brand new. If you are a year one uh, entrepreneur or author, this can be your biggest hurdle. That sense of, oh, I love the creating, I love what I do, but then when you have to transition to sharing it publicly, that's when your knees can start to shake or you just get that sense of maybe insecurity or doubt or even fumbling, right? You just don't know how to put it out there or how to share So this is a big topic, but I'm going to give you some good quality advice in today's show, some things that you can take and run with them um, to change this around for yourself right now. Because the truth of the matter is you have to promote yourself. You have to share your business. You have to um, in some manner, in some way. And it can take a little bit of time to get more comfortable with that. I know one of the things that's been always a stumbling block in my world is how I have my name in so many places, and I get tired of saying my own darn name. So the name of this show, Business and Books with Molly McCord, uh, the website, mollymccord.online, um, there's just, you get tired of your own name at times, which, you know, you, you have to laugh about it. But it's important for branding. It's important for people to find you. It's important for people to see what you're doing and what you're doing now. And, you know, it's, it's really the consistent um, element is your name. Um, and there's, there's pros and cons of using your name in your business. So you have to keep that in mind, too. I think that one of the pros of using your name is that it adds a personal touch. People know it's you or they can get a sense of you when your name is stamped on what you're doing. Um, As an author, that's, of course, what people see on the cover image of your books. Um, They know that what you write, the stories you tell, the information you share, well, it's you. You are the author. It's your name. So our names are important uh, in, in that way. I have heard stories um, from people who have owned, say, consulting agencies or PR agencies that they put their name on the company and there were times when they regretted it, Um, almost like they got tired of being, you know, Bob Smith of Smith Consulting. It was just too redundant or too much. They wished they had uh, perhaps chosen a different name for their company. So this is something uh, to figure out for uh, you based on what you do, based on your industry, um, based on a comfort level. There's also people, you know, you, you'll, be, you'll call yourself Acme Consulting, and then you give yourself that title of, of president or CEO or what have you. So it's looking at how that all lines up for you. Um, that, that's a bigger conversation. But I wanted to throw that out there because part of promoting ourselves is you got to say your name, and, and that's a good thing because 
again, it allows people to connect with you, to know there's a person behind the brand. There is, is someone uh, that they can connect with one-on-one. For so many years, you know, we, we were trained to believe that business was B2B, business to business, right? But it's always person to person. No matter what kind of business you're in, you're working with people. Okay, I take that back. Unless you're in AI, artificial intelligence, um, then you're, you're working with robots and computers. Um, but you understand what I'm saying, right? It's always people that we're interacting with. And feel strong in that. Feel proud of that, um, that people are interacting with you, the person. And, and that's what they really want these days. I did a show a few weeks ago about um, validation and vulnerability and how these days people expect to have a personal touch. They expect to be able to connect with a person on some level. It's a different energy. You could go to any company's Facebook page, for example, and you can see their posts, and you just don't really have an idea of maybe that person who's working it, or you don't have a first name to go off of. But as an entrepreneur, as an author, that is a strength to have your name there, to have that sense of, oh, I know I can reach out to Dan um, to get more information on his marketing services. Or I know I can talk to Chloe about some of her design work, and Chloe's my girl that I go to. Um, This is important in our work. People want that. They want a name. They want to know who to contact. So when you're promoting yourself uh, or just sharing what you do, you know, we have to get over the repetitiveness of saying our names. Um, It just comes with the territory. It's different when you're new, like I said, but it's something that you should feel proud about, that people know exactly who to connect with and reach out to. So, When we're talking about promoting ourselves, the first tip I have for you is to actually rethink the word promoting and instead use the word share. Sharing your work, sharing your business, sharing your books. Think of how that just changes the feeling around it. It changes the energy. So you don't think that, oh, I'm trying to sell something. I'm not trying to promote something. I'm sharing. Sharing is more invitational. It's a little bit softer. Um, It can be more sincere and genuine. Sharing is the understanding that you're just giving as well. You're just giving information. You're sharing stories. You're giving results. So take out the word promote And even take out the word sell and instead focus on sharing. I'm sharing with you my business. I'm sharing with you the books I write. I'm sharing some of my client stories. I'm sharing my products that I create and put out there and sell. So when you come from that place of sharing, it it dies down some of that intensity around the world of sales. It's more conversational. People don't put up their guards when you say you're sharing something. Whereas if you say you're 
selling something, then, you know, people's, their feelers go up and they're thinking, what's the price? What's the price? Or what are you trying to get me to say yes to? It kind of can put people on the defense. Whereas when you talk about sharing, it's an opening. It's something that allows them to just listen and and hear your stories, hear your information. So that's my first tip for you is to rework how you approach this so that it's a little bit more uh, gentle, softer, genuine, and conversational. So you're going to focus on sharing yourself and sharing your work, sharing your business, and less on using those terms of promoting or selling. The second tip I have for you is that you need to have an elevator pitch. An elevator pitch is typically 30 seconds or less, sometimes it's a minute or less, that gives people insight into your work. And one of the best things you can do is write out two, three, or four sentences as an exercise to hone in on your elevator pitch. This is a great way for you to get clear mentally, uh, emotionally, and, and just even even to hone in on what the heck you want people to know about your work and offerings. So if you're an author and you write in crime fiction, you would write uh, probably, let's say, two or three sentences describing the genre. Well, I write in crime fiction, and my books are focused on a hero who has to travel the world to solve uh, mysteries for Interpol. Interpol. And I'm making this up as I go. Um, and, and then you add a little bit more that intrigues them. And, you know, it's always halfway through the book, his mission changes. Okay, so that would be an elevator pitch. Like I said, I just made that up off the top of my head. But you get the idea. You give information, and then you have to do something at the very end that intrigues people and, and, and gets them interested more. Ideally, a good elevator pitch gets people to engage somehow. They have a question for you or they want to know more or they think it's interesting or they say, tell me more about um, you know, your writing process or tell me more about where you get your ideas. I mean, you, you want it to be conversational after you've given them this information. An elevator pitch is important just for introducing yourself whether it's at a party, a dinner party, meeting new people, um, you know, it could be any situation. An elevator pitch is your go-to for explaining your work. So you write down, again, two, three, or four sentences that explain it. And I really think it's a good writing exercise because then you can rework it and look at what's missing or look at what you need to add and even just read it. Is it interesting or is it just boring? Because if it's too boring, well, better to know that sooner or later so you can massage it and improve it and rework it. But the elevator pitch is really important. And it needs to be something that you're comfortable speaking 
Because once you write it out, once you say it, you could think, oh, I, I would never say that, or that's not, that's not how I talk. So it needs to be practical in that it's how you speak and how you would tell someone what you do. Another thing you can do with an elevator pitch is draw in a comparison or, or something that aligns you with others in your genre that someone else would most likely have heard of. So, for example, you're the, you're the writer of crime fiction um, with this man who solves Interpol mysteries, and you could say something like, it's similar to John Grisham, but on an international scale. Right, so you pull in John Grisham, and people say, oh, right, okay. Then they know right away right, where you're, where you're going. They know how to classify it. They know where to put you in their brain and how to categorize you. Same for your work. Um, you, know, you could say, oh, I'm a, I'm a yoga teacher, and I specialize in a special kind of yoga, and this is similar to the teachings of blah, blah, blah. Or you give people information that helps them uh, really understand your specialty. So if you work in a restaurant and you're um, really focused on Italian food, well, obviously you would say that, but maybe you studied under somebody or you, you work in a certain, um, uh, oh gosh, I'm losing, region, region of Italy, right? So you give people information that helps them understand this information quickly. What can you do to make it easy for people to understand your work and your offerings? Keep in mind, you can always get more specific. If you start out too specific, it's going to be really hard. It'll be harder to understand exactly what you do. So start off in a general sense. At the start of the show, I gave you my pitch, my elevator pitch of what I do. I work with awake, conscious entrepreneurs and authors who understand that their business offers more to the world than just making money. They understand that they have more to offer, more to give, more than they want to participate in. And the results that I bring them is helping them hone in on how to improve their business, how to improve their sales process, how to market themselves better, to look at their branding strategies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So all of that is kind of the more specifics of what I do. But the big picture is focusing on people of that mindset. So I think what happens is that once you get your elevator pitch clear in your own head and you've rehearsed it, and you're comfortable saying it, your confidence goes up. It really does because now you're like, okay, I can handle this. I know what to say. I know how to communicate what I'm doing. You just feel stronger in your own work and and sharing that with people. So sit down and figure out your elevator pitch, practice it, and you'll automatically feel like, okay, I'm ready to start sharing my work with more people. The, second, the third thing, excuse me, the third thing I want you to think about here when it comes to sharing you in the world is to rethink 
your work. And when you're in conversation with someone, you want to focus on them instead of you. You want to focus on their needs, their benefits, and and how your offerings serve them and help them. That takes the pressure off of you as an individual and instead focuses it on how your work is successful, the results it brings, the benefits it brings. And I have a story to share with you about this. About five or six years ago, I went and met with an acupuncturist for the first time. And it was um, something that I had heard wonderful things about, but I'd never had acupuncture myself. And I really wanted to try it. But I hate needles. I just, I hate needles. So I was a little apprehensive and I just wasn't sure how it worked and if it would be something for me. And so I went and met with this wonderful, lovely woman and I asked her questions about her work. And the way that she answered these questions was so effective. She answered them with stories, stories about her clients' results, stories about what they experienced and how acupuncture helped them. She told stories about one client. He had a very difficult um, injury in his arm, and acupuncture could help with the pain in that arm and to alleviate the pain and the tension to support the muscles. Um, and she, she told me the story about after a few, uh, maybe three, to, three sessions, four sessions, his pain, the chronic pain was gone. Um, she told me other stories like that about um, other things she's helped people alleviate or reduce. And all of this was a beautiful way to describe her work because it made it come alive. And it showcased the results. It showcased how she healed people, how she helped people. She was very honest with the fact that it's different for every person, so I don't know what works for you until we try a few things. And all of that made it so clear to me that this was something I wanted to do and wanted to try. And that's how she essentially was promoting her work, was through the stories and focusing on the results of those stories, how it improved people's lives. So she wasn't talking about herself. She was sharing, obviously, how this doing acupuncture was beneficial. So another thing to do, your third assignment here, is to look at how your work benefits people. It focuses on their needs, and it takes it away from talking about yourself. She doesn't just sit there saying, well, I've done this and this, and I studied this, and I've done this for so many years. I mean, all of that information is typically in someone's bio. It's on their website. You can find all that. What you're getting to, when you're getting to the heart of a business offerings, is the results. That's what people pay for. So that's what you focus on. So what stories can you tell that demonstrate the value you bring, the results, the sales, the benefits, all of that? What are the stories that shift it away from you and focus on your clients, your readers, your people? 
that is a wonderful way to share your work in the world and to share how it's effective, how it's valued, and, and how the person listening can really grasp more of what you do. So I, I mentioned this in a previous uh, podcast about the power and importance of personal stories. And that's what people connect with, especially when they are authentic and genuine and you're coming from a sincere place. Now, there's a lot of stories out there these days. It's always been effective for sales to use stories. And I told you in a previous episode, what was that one? I'm going to get you the name of it here. Oh, the sales conversion tactics. I talked about the con, the hustle, the exaggerations. Listen to that episode if you haven't yet, because in there I I talked to you about how people, how they con, how they hustle, how they exaggerate. Those are what you would say are the unhealthy use of stories and uh, the stories that are manipulative, the stories that aren't accurate. In your business, you want to be honest and genuine and sincere with these stories. That's what people pick up on faster than you even know at times, but they, they sense when it's genuine. They can also sense when you're trying to hustle them or you're trying um, to overly promote yourself. Now, don't we see that a lot these days? Uh, you can see it everywhere on social media. Um, there's these Facebook ads that keep popping up, and I just <laughs> I think this person is so obnoxious because he's too much. He's just too much promoting himself, and I just don't know that that's really effective anymore. I, I say I don't know because I think he is speaking to a certain segment of the population that's really motivated by his approach and his results. Um, these are people who are really motivated by all the dollars and the money and, and the data, and, and that's one way of doing business. I I think that's actually a common way of doing business. But when you are more conscious of your work in the world and you're aware of it and you have a mindfulness about it, like you're you you want it to be bigger than you. You want it to be something that can spread far and wide for the right reasons. That changes how you share, what you talk about, and you're not trying to over promote or overdo it or brag. The the overt bragging, right? It's the oh, it's the it's too much to listen to you bragging, and that's where the promoting yourself gets that creepy feeling that makes it really uncomfortable. And I want you to know you don't have to do that. Don't expect yourself to do that. Don't try to do that. Don't go there because it's not who you are. Instead, focus on a solid elevator pitch that tells people how you benefit them, what you do in the world, and and how it is of help. Focus on your personal stories with clients and what they experienced and, and how they gained, how they accomplished something, how they moved through a struggle. Keep an eye on the fact that you don't have to overdo it. You really don't. And, and I, I guess I just want to alleviate 
that sense of, oh, I got to get, I have to um, share all my numbers. I have to put out all of my data of how much money I made or how many people are on my email list or, or the sense that you have to prove something. You don't have to prove anything. You really don't. You just have to keep demonstrating that you're here, of course, to make money, yes, and to have a successful business with a solid foundation, but you don't have to overdo it by being overly focused on your ego needs. The ego needs are easily spotted these days. And people are quite keen to too much of that. I would bet that you are too. I would bet that you've seen too much of it. You don't want to do it that way. And I just want to tell you, you do not have to do it that way. So you're going to do the elevator pitch. You're going to focus on your stories. You're going to focus on the benefits that you bring to people. You're going to share results and rewards that people receive or what they've done because of their work with you. And you're going to feel confident sharing what you do because it's true, right? You're sharing truth. You're not making up lies or exaggerating numbers. Uh, Really quickly, I want to share with you that one of my favorite business people is Marcus Limonis. Um, He is an American businessman who has a television show on CNBC called The Profit. Um, And that's Profit with an F, not with a PH. Uh, It's a, I think it's in its fifth or sixth season. And he goes into struggling businesses and revives them. He helps them with their people, their process, and their profits. He helps them look at everything in their business, but he does so in a very relatable way. He's very, he's personable. He understands emotions. He understands interpersonal dynamics. And what I like about Marcus's approach is that he is aware of the bigger picture and the smaller picture, the micro and the macro. So if you're looking for someone who is demonstrating more of this in the world, I would go I would watch that program called The Prophet and see if that inspires you and gives you good information about your business. Um even if you're a solopreneur or an author, you can learn from these shows. Uh, there's another good program called Billion Dollar Buyer. Billion Dollar Buyer. And I'm going to get his name right. Um, He talks about how to improve. Like he'll go work with um, smaller local companies and bring their products, services, and anything into his nationally known brands. Okay, Tillman. I was going to say Till. I was going to say the wrong name. Tillman. Frittata is this gentleman's name. Tillman Frittata, billion-dollar buyer, is the name of the reality show. Um, and they, he is the CEO of a hospitality company. So think of fine dining establishments. Think of casinos. Think of hotels. 
um, he owns and operates all of these different properties, and that's why he's a billion-dollar buyer because he places these huge orders for goods and services in order to fulfill what his properties need. A really good show to watch because you can see how entrepreneurs uh, are struggling. You can see how they're winning, what they're doing right. You can also see um, how they present themselves and what they need to work on. So both of these shows are excellent, and I hope that they give you something to go check out or perhaps to binge watch um, so that you, you can see that there's other ways to be learning all this information and to look at how other people are promoting and sharing their gifts uh, in a way that's genuine. Genuine. is I think that's just key these days. People pick up on it, and they know when you're being real with them or not. So... I hope this has given you some good advice and tips to follow. Again, elevator pitch. Focus on the benefits that you bring to people. Focus on talking about your clients and their stories instead of yourself, but understand that you have value. Know that you can always get more specific and you can answer more questions, uh, but keep it general at first when you're talking about yourself and your work. And yes, you do have to get out there. Um, It comes with the territory. If you want to be successful, this is part of it. This is part of the game. You've got to do it. And so work on developing the confidence in yourself to do this. It can be baby steps. It can be step by step, you know, day by day, month by month. Uh, But as long as you're really valuing yourself, and what you create and offer, other people learn to value it too based on how you communicate it. Please check out my previous podcast where I shared with you 12 business trends that I foresee for 2018. I wanted to give you a heads up on some things uh, that are most likely to be unfolding in 2018. And I hope that you can check out the previous episodes about sales conversion tactics. There's a show about sales leads, uh, vulnerability and, valid, and uh, vulnerability and validation in your business. I recently did a show about why is everyone else doing better than me and how easy it is to go into comparison. So check that out. I hope you enjoy these podcasts. Be sure and check out my website at mollymccord.online for more information and guidance. And I hope to see you back here for the next episode of Business and Books with Molly McCord. Until then, I wish you much success, and I will see you soon. Take good care. Bye-bye. 